Hey you. So a little bit of FYI, a little bit of disclaimer. I'm not a professional, not at all. I'm merely a student sharing her life wisdom, her experiences with you, be they good or bad, whether you resonate with them or be like, I ain't ever doing it that way. Just an idea. Take it what you will for entertainment purposes. All right. So with that said, and and please don't be one of those people like the devil made me do it. On with the show. Hey guys, this is Joy Love Bernstein and this is podcast 60. So here's my conversation with you. Turmoil. How do I say this? I have to always think about how I have to say things without hurting anyone's feelings. But at the same time, there's something about hurting someone's feelings, not intentionally, but a trigger. A trigger they're not ready to open to, that they truly have not healed from. And maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to open those wounds and start working on them one at a time rather than to act as if. You know, a lot of times when people voice their stories, it's in a vulnerable place. And many of times us to voice our stories, we're not coming from a place of ready to heal, ready to look into it. We just want to voice our stories. And as much as I want to sit there and hear you and validate you, you have to also understand, have an understanding that in sharing your stories, a lot of times somebody will come in, not because they didn't care about you, they actually did. Even after they've heard your story and they've listened. And all you needed was someone to listen to. Sometimes there's a place where there's a certain point where somebody will sit there and say, I'm not going to enable you continuing this. Here's a different kind of perspective. As much as I like to teach people to have discernment when they start working on themselves, I'm going to tell you, Discernment is a hard practice to work on because a lot of us don't know, not don't know how to tell the difference, but they don't know if what they're trying to separate is wrong, right? Is it really wrong? So somebody comes along who's a bit more rational and they give you a perspective. 
They give you a different kind of understanding in how to look at this or to ask you, be active in looking at this. Because a lot of the times these stories we hold on to spills over into other people's lives, into the relationships we are into, into our children. It spills over with our coworkers. And whoever it is that we come in contact with, it spills over. And the sad part is you don't recognize it, but you'll defend it because of your childhood trauma. You'll defend it because of this trauma. So you're pretty much walking around like a Russian roulette. And as much as I want to listen to you and validate you, there's a certain point where I will say, okay, we need to do something about this because you have lived this far in your life, romanticizing this story, this trauma. But yet at the same time, you give this facade Right? You give this representation as if you know. You know an experience that's yours, but what you don't know is what you need to do to do the work. What you don't know is the work. This is why I always tell people, be careful who you get your advice from. Right? Be careful who you get your opinions from. Because a lot of times people freely give you information. But that's also, but that's only because they themselves need to feel validated. And if they come from this place of knowing, then you're validating them. It gives them that. But the sad part is it's also enabling them from becoming untethered. from becoming discombobulated, from becoming fallen on their knees, crying hysterically if they need to. Because there's something about that that gives them feelings, that gives them some kind of emotion, that gives them a connection that is comfortable. And as rude as it may be that somebody comes up to you and says, girl, you didn't even understand what this is about. This was taken a whole different way. This is enabling behavior. This isn't even healthy mindset. So instead of sitting there, it's, it's a normal reaction to get hurt by that. It's a normal reaction to be called out by it. But you have to see, why are you struggling in the truth of it? Why are you struggling in hearing? You're spilling your shit in other people's lives. And then what? We have to feel sorry for you? 
we have to have an understanding why you treat us the way you do because of this. This poor behavior. You're going to sit here and try to tell me this is why you're a protective mother. You have three kids. Your oldest one is 17. Your youngest one is seven. Look how long this unhealthy behavior has created this. You only recognize you, what is yours, but you don't recognize what you have passed on. What you allowed, what you continued. If you're in a place where you're doing your work and you're understanding that generational trauma, let it end with you. Let it end with you and say, I stop right here. Recognize it. Do not pass it on. Don't let it spill over into a loved one. That's not what your loved ones are for. And it's amazing how many people I see that will always tell me, well, you can't judge me unless you know my experience, unless you know this, then you can't judge me. This is why I am the, the way I am with my kids. This is the way I am with my relationship. This is why I have trust issues. The, cra the part that's even amazing about that is that you know it, is that you know this is unhealthy, that you know this is toxic, that you know you're still healing, Tra not even started healing, let me not say that, but you know that you're going through this trauma and it's PTSD. You're reacting to it because you don't want to ever have it again. It's PTSD. It's not even survival. In PTSD, you're not surviving. When you're spilling over onto other people, that's not surviving. We try to give some kind of definition. And we all want to have that kind of hope that we are overcoming. All that's happening is the days are continuing into weeks, continuing into months, continuing into years. But that story is still within you as if it was just yesterday. So imagine all the lives you have touched, that you have reacted to. And, it, and most of the time, all of this was unbeknownst to another person. And all the time, a lot of us enabled you, enabled this behavior. We didn't want anything to set you off anymore. We want to see you look some kind of normal, a normal that we can feel comfortable with. Defiance. 
a lot of us in our traumas are in defiance to wake up, are in defiance to do the work, are in defiance to heal. It's almost like a high-functioning alcoholic, right? It's a high-functioning addiction, except it's called trauma. And the words come out, how dare you? How do you know what I went through? Don't judge me. People like to ghost. Is that the word? Where they just give you that silent treatment. Because they want you to know they're right. They're the victim, so you need to apologize. You were wrong. I'm sharing you with this because we're walking around individuals that aren't ready to be helped. And all I could ask of you is to continue your work for you and let them see you. Let them see what you're doing. But I also hope one day that you'll sit there and say, enough. I'm tired of seeing you choosing. Use that word choosing to remain this way. Because here's the thing. It's 2019. We have so many options out there to help us come out of this to help us overcome. We have so many tools and we're all quite aware and we're all even seeing each other. We know the pain, we just don't know their pain. But there has to be a point where somewhere along the line that we choose to live, to live better. It takes time. All of this takes time, right? It's not something that just happens overnight. But the thing is, we shouldn't allow it to continue. And I can tell you in seeing how everyone is always looking and always wanting to be a victim, it's amazing how, how much has spilled over and continued and has become generational. Why are you in defiance in becoming better? With that said, I love you.